0: all right it's the uh, spark sportscast best bets edition for ufc 262's main event between charles Oliveira and michael chandler my name is al mac you can follow me on twitter at uh not at spark sports bets at al mac odds uh it is the nasally stuffed up version of al mac today and I apologize for that. I would have gotten to making uh, these videos sooner this week, but honestly, as you can probably tell, I have uh, I'm I, I got allergies. I'm super stuffed up. Uh, so on top of sounding like I, Ben Stein with his nose plugged, uh, I was just not feeling. Uh, that they would be uh, this. This would be sounding. Very good with my uh, stuffed-up nose, but I'm uh, feeling uh, better today. I'm medicated, but uh, I can't really help how uh, terrible I sound. So I'm just going to skim through this. Hopefully next week I can uh, sound a little bit better. So uh, let's just quickly get through this. This is uh, sparksports.ca. You can read the full article here. It'll uh, save me from uh, sounds t- so terrible, but I'll just get through the... Meat and potatoes of this. Charles Oliveira has gone under the betting total in 14 of his last 21 fights in the UFC, dating back to uh, 2013. So, a $100 better who has backed him uh, on the under in all of those 21 fights has turned a profit of $967. Uh, Oliveira has 13 finishes in that stretch, which is a uh, he's tied for a UFC record. He's gone 13 and 8 for 8.78 units on the inside the distance prop. And then uh, dating all the way back to his debut in 2010, Olivera has a betting record of 19 and eight on the money line, turning a profit of 6.35 units uh, while doing so. Now let's look at Michael Chandler, the most profitable way to back uh, Chandler in his uh, UFC and Bellator career has been uh, on the under as well uh it has cashed in 11 of his last 16 fights turning a profit of plus 7.6 units uh, Chandler's 11 and 5 since 2013 with 8 of his 11 wins coming by way of stoppage he's turned a profit of plus 4.01 units on the inside the distance prop Chandler has lost by stoppage in three, uh, three fights over over the last eight years. With his opponents turning a profit of uh, five point three units on the inside the distance prop, and uh, he has two losses by decisions as well. So uh, Chandler's opponents have even turned a profit on the decision prop. So you know this has been a guy that's been, uh, you know, he has he's he when you pick your spots. To fade Michael Chandler, you've been making some money. So, uh, even opponent inside the distance, 3 and 13 for plus 5.3 units in his last 16 fights. So, uh, the few times that he has been stopped, it's been at uh, long shot odds. So, you know, mostly guys that shouldn't be stopping him have stopped him. So, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So, basically, overall for me here, let's go back to the top. For me, basically, the the big question for me is uh, Oliveira and his durability. You know, um, and I keep I keep going back to this all week. We've seen Oliveira take, you know, hard punches from Kevin Lee. He ate them without really being phased. Uh, he took some ground and pound from him. You know, uh, he was raining down on him. Kevin Lee was in uh, – mount position and Oliveira was able to survive it and in the second round he was able to turn it more into a stand up battle and Oliver just kept coming forward even just taking shots and even just snapping getting his head snapped back he he doesn't he wasn't backing down and he fires back and he and he's the longer rangier fighter and uh, you know Kevin Lee is a quite a lot bigger than Michael Chandler so and he was Olivera had some, uh, you know, a, a, a decent uh, – he fared decently managing his range against Kevin Lee, who, uh, you know, just a, another similar but not really to uh, Michael Chandler, just just in his sense of his power punching. Uh, the thing about Olivera, though, for me, is that he's got that rear front leg kick that I, I think might be a lot of trouble for uh, Chandler to stop, uh, especially if he, if he leans in for a takedown or something like that. We might see a, like a straight head kick or something. Uh, the the way The way that I see Oliveira winning this fight is the same way that he won the Kevin Lee fight. He's gonna land some big kicks. Uh, he's gonna, you know, hold his own on the feet. And then I think Chandler is going to be forced to shoot in for a, a reckless takedown. And we'll see Oliveira with a, a guillotine or a anaconda or, or something to that effect. And, you know, with that being said, let's not forget Oliveira does have knockout power. He knocked out Jared Gordon and Nick Lentz back in uh, 2019. He's one of these guys that his striking power his striking overall and his power has just uh, improved more and more as his you know his he's his, he's been able to lean on his jujitsu uh heavily throughout his career but uh in doing so he's also able to you know um play around now because he's so uh he's so up there with his jujitsu that he's not he's not afraid to um he, he's not afraid to uh, challenge guys to uh, to go toe to toe with them, and then you even look at the in the Ferguson fight, Oliveira landed that big big head kick that rocked Tony early in the first round, and we're talking about Tony Ferguson here, you know. Uh, a lesser fighter probably would have been dropped by that uh, that kick that uh, Oliveira caught him with, but I think beyond his striking power. His jiu-jitsu and his willingness to to take the fight to the mat is is his biggest weapon in this fight. He's so fluid and uh, on the ground. He's so fluid, and he's he's just as dangerous on his back as he is on top. And the way that he chains through everything, you're kind of just getting put through like a a tumbler when you get caught in uh, Charles Oliveira's grip on the mat. We saw that with that unreal armbar against Tony. Uh, as well as that triangle that he put him in. We're talking about some high-level wrestler uh, in Tony Ferguson, and Charles Oliveira was just manhandling him on the ground for the most part and uh, just having his way with him, really, switching positions, rolling on him pretty easily. And then the one thing about Chandler, uh, the, the reach disadvantage, and we talk about that a lot with the striking, but the reach disadvantage that he's going to have against uh, Oliveira, it, it, it's not really talked about. But on the ground, that that's a big factor, especially in like uh, some grappling exchanges on the ground. There, uh, you know, the bigger guy, the bigger guy uh, has the leverage in that situation. So all in all, this I think this matchup favors Oliveira. As far as the betting goes based on each fighter's individual betting trends we looked at them it, it seems like a no-brainer to handicap this fight to end before reaching the judges scorecards when you look you, you put a fighter like Oliveira, who's you know tied for the most stoppages in ufc history against a perennial finisher like uh, michael chandler i think uh you should be you know more than willing for this fight. Uh, Not to see the later rounds and uh, Fight goes the distance no at minus 400 even though you know, you're getting like a 25% return on that bet Uh, I still think that's I I think that's value And, and then as far as the winner goes it looks like Charles Oliveira has more value in this spot than Chandler, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Chandler, it's, you know, however you cut it, this is just his second UFC appearance. Chandler comes into this fight, you know, three straight wins by stoppage, and is riding high in the public's eye as a worthy contender for for UFC gold. But, uh, you know, he made short work of Dan, Dan Hooker, and... Uh, michael chandler was actually if you look at this line he he's almost he he, he, we almost saw like a minus 105 minus 125 uh betting line here with uh chandler as the chalk betting underdog um you know if if we start to see this line start to start start to flip even more you can't deny that the betting value is on olivera here you know, high, way more experience in uh, in the octagon. And uh, I think he's just got a deadlier ground game. And, uh, you know, I think what he lacks in what might be his power against Chandler, he makes up for in his his crisp striking and his sharpness. And uh, I think he's just a game. He's game. And uh, the, the main point that I, I'm circling back to here is just, looking on that that first chandler fight uh i think the main reason that chandler was able to land such a a devastating knockout punch to hooker uh was because dan hooker was you know constantly in the in the position to defend against the takedown uh you know which which left him leaving his hands down and you know in the case of charles oliveira we're we're talking about a high level jujitsu player who will if anything he's going to welcome going to the ground so when you consider how dangerous Oliveira is on the ground, it it, it will be in Chandler's best interest to keep this fight standing as, as long as he can. And, and, you know, look at, look, look at that the same way, you know, um, the the way that he was able to defeat uh, um, Hooker, uh, Benson Henderson and Sydney Outlaw, it's just been with those like that that well timed either the hook or the straight right and um, you know uh, I, I, I think that he's gonna he's gonna really want to to dictate this fight on the on the feet and Charles Oliveira is probably gonna try to uh, nullify that with some grappling early and I think if it if it turns into some grappling early I think it's just gonna turn into a, a you know. Some super high-level grappling, and then I, I feel like we're either gonna see Chandler, uh, you know, uh, maybe hit him with something in an in a separation, or I think Charles Oliveira is just gonna wrap him up in uh, like I said, either a guillotine, an anaconda, even maybe a triangle. Um, you know, uh, that's the thing though is it it comes down to Charles Oliveira's durability. Uh, he's managed to improve his stand-up game significantly over the last few years, and like I said, he held his own against Kevin Lee and Tony Ferguson. Uh, I think if 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 Chandler isn't able to find the button early in this fight, and um, if uh, if Oliveira's output is able to match Chandler's output as this fight goes on. Uh, for as long as it does go on, I think uh, I think that Oliveira is just better equipped to win this fight. And uh, I think that like I said, the way that I envision this is that Chandler takes kind of su- uh, a bit of an undisciplined type uh, shot or takedown attempt, <clears throat> which le- will will leave him open for uh, to get his neck taken in some way. So yeah, currently uh, the betting market, has oliveira as a minus 125 favorite at least uh, the last time i looked here uh so that's at um sports interaction minus minus twenty one twenty five. 125 and then inside the distance at plus 105 uh via five dimes um i think i think both those bets have a decent amount of value the inside the distance i would like to see you probably be able to get uh some better value um uh, more towards fight night there um you know you're you're likely to get a better number uh like i said as we reach closer to tomorrow night uh as you know the betting the betting public has been is continuing to pour in on michael Chandler. so I, i feel like that inside the distance prop you know i this this fight is not going is not going to decision it's just absolutely not uh like i said that minus 400 on fight goes the distance no uh it's as close to that uh, that almighty L word uh, as I'll say um, So yeah, I think Depending on how this line goes, I think the value is on on well No, not depending the way that the line is now. I think the value is absolutely on new Bronx, but uh, I think that if it, It's just going to increase because if we if we see a pick em line or if we even see the the line flip if uh the public continues to come in on chandler uh, i just think there's undoubtable uh it's just undoubtable the amount that just the the value that we have on uh, charles Oliveira here and you know the the stoppage victory seems like the most obvious path for both of these guys and uh you know there there's still a, a, a there's still a chance that Oliveira can get this done on the scorecards if he just takes the fight to the mat or like i said he grapples him, uh grapples Chandler early to try to nullify that uh the 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 threat uh, of that uh that big right hand and he just tries to slow him down and uh I feel like I feel like there's I feel like there's more of a chance that Oliveira can win this by decision. I really don't see Chandler. I don't. I don't like to say that because I've been bitten a couple of times, but I just don't. I don't think this one is not going to decision, uh, especially you know five round championship belt. Uh I can't. I feel like Oliveira has been in a scheduled has been in only a couple scheduled five round fights, but yeah, I feel like the five round factor. Also, just a, it's just a huge thing in front of a crowd-made event. Uh, it's both. It's got to be, yeah, it absolutely is the the biggest fight of their lives for both of these guys. So, um, And then the biggest thing that sticks out for me is, you know, dating back to 2012. Uh, let's just look at this. So dating back to 2012, between both of these guys, uh, 17 fights, sorry, not 17, 25 and 12. Seventeen point three units on the on the under between both of these guys. So they've had thirty-seven fights, thirty-seven fights over the last uh, uh, nine years between the UFC and Bellator, and uh, the the under has gone a combined twenty-five and twelve for plus seventeen point three units profit uh, between both of these guys in their last thirty-seven fights combined. So, um, like I said, Charles Oliveira, 14 and 7 to the under in his last 21. And then uh, 11 and 5 to the under for uh, Michael Chandler in his last 16. So, yeah, man, uh, I just think both of these guys trend heavily to the under. They have, you know, prior to the decision victory for um, Oliveira, he was riding a 7 seven fight streak of winning by stoppage and uh michael chandler is on a three fight winning streak no four fight winning streak all by stoppage so you know they're both perennial finishers basically and going head to head you have to think this fight closes uh with some fireworks early fireworks for that matter um so yeah it comes down to even with the betting line at under one and a half rounds at plus 125 I'm all over it um I think there's also a, a, I think there's also a, a, an opportunity to double down because uh if you're backing either side apart from me just being in this for Charles Oliveira I think if you're backing either side you got to go with the inside the distance and uh i i've got uh olivera inside the distance at cool bet at plus 115 and uh with olivera with that inside the distance prop you're turning a a favorite uh into a plus money prop by backing du bronx to win uh by stoppage because like i said i just i really do not see this fight going the distance like there's just in the way that i envision all the types of ways that this fight can go going to decision is such a small percentage of those ways so um with that being said if you want to build yourself like a, a positive ev parlay i think like i said the the fight goes the distance no prop at minus 400 is as close as to the l word to the uh you know that uh, forbidden l word as 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 i'll say on this channel so um olivera has only gone the distance in three of his last 21 fights Chandler has only gotten the distance in five of of his previous 16 pro fights. So uh, w- with all the hype between between these two fighters, it's undoubtedly going to be um, a spirited and exhilarating affair for as, as long as it lasts. So don't blink. So, yeah, all right. That's what I'm on. See you tomorrow night.